Hey guys, I'm Jelena, the spiritual and quirky entrepreneur, philanthropist, and mom to the most amazing and personality-filled four-year-old future king. Hey y'all, I'm Jondria, but you'll get to know me as Drea, your average full-time working mom, the CEO of Three Heartbeats, a sarcastic-ish talker, pretty much I'm just your around-the-way girl. I'm attempting to mother three handsome, vivacious, and charismatic young black kings. And we are Queens of Kings. A podcast where we keep it real on the truths about parenting. We'll be exploring topics such as realities of birth, finding yourself, and relationships. Each week, we'll dive deeper into our raw and unfiltered experiences as moms. But we've got the dads covered too, with topics like dating, co-parenting, race, and so much more. So tune in, sit back, and catch this melanin mom tea. Welcome to the Queens of Kings podcast. Y'all, we had to get these kids together. <laughs> <laughs> she laughing, but that's why we missed last week. We sure did. We had to get these kids back in school after being off a year from this pandemic Man. and virtual learning or half and half, but they are full-time students again. And Tylen is... He's in big boy school. I don't What's know cool? how to feel about it. You know, I have mixed emotions. I mean... I think that's normal. What what's the mix? Like it was I'm so ready for you to start school. <laughs> right. Right. And then once he was there, I was like, oh my gosh, like he started school. Like this is big boy school. Like, like full time. Yeah. 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 So <sighs> I don't know. He's doing a really good job. He's taking to it. It's it's an adjustment. It's a new schedule. And just to think that it's the beginning of like his school 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 career man you know like there's yeah. no stopping now but he but he's also like mom when i go to college i'm like whoa wow that's so beautiful whoa, kid <laughs> like can we get to kindergarten okay can we get to first grade bro right so how is it for the boys it was cool little anthony he's completely over it so already he, yeah oh, okay. for sure he was like mama don't want to go to school and i was like yeah it's all right shut up you still have <laughs> You still have um, 10 more years to go. So you're fine. Man. Um, Caleb has entered freshman year. Ooh. Girl. what I in high school. He's in high school. He's a straight up high schooler. Out there wearing hoodies when it's 105 degrees. And I'm like, bro, is you're making in? me hot. That's I don't thing. know what it is, but I'm like, you're making me hot. Take that shit off. Yeah, that's a thing. It is a thing. And then all he talks about is like, the girl's going to love me. Like, I'm cute. Uh-oh. I'm funny. And I'm like, your grades better be right. <laughs> okay. I said, because you can't holler at no girl talking about, I'm in detention because of tardies. Right. <laughs> Get your ass to class. But you know, like back in the day, those were the ones we were kind of just. And I try to tell right. them, I understand, but mm-hmm. them niggas don't make it that far. Right. So please. The same ones when we get a little older. Is not. It doesn't have the same feel. Okay, the same they appeal. don't have the same potential, and they did not make it where you thought they was oh, gonna make it. No, not at all. Very They're still trying to rap. <laughs> wait, wait, do you ever like? I know we don't really have to deal deal with it as much, but look back and be like, "Am I the the girl that like used to be popular and like?" fell off like sometimes i think about that like think i back. do you know how they make those little comments or the memes when they say like oh the girl you had a crush on yeah she looked like this and i mean like i mean i have gained a couple pounds don't get me wrong but i'm still cute <laughs> <laughs> it's 
because, because you know what I mean? Flip. Right. So I'll be looking back like I mean I was I was I was it then. We was right. all it. You know, because right. especially because we was in a, a deep crew. Right. And then we went to Martin, you couldn't tell us nothing. Exactly. But then I'd be looking like, okay, bitch. <laughs> you are that girl. Find her. <laughs> now. Find her. Get with she is in there. Exactly. Like dig deep. Man. Get, get her back because like I'm, I know that I'm a beautiful girl but I'll be like these new kids <laughs> they threw me off a little bit <laughs> man oh but you gotta kind of like and then like you said and then having kids like you really have to like look at things a lot differently yeah, you gotta hone in a little bit yeah I don't know what it is about that like oh, I had three of them you did have three of them. I do, and I love them so much. Like, I, y'all understand how much I love my kids. They get, when I tell you, on my nerves. They are on my nerves and underneath them. But these are, when I tell you, my reasons and my seasons. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm in a season, and they are my reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. But, you know, that it, I feel like that brings us into our episode. It does. We want to talk about living... Within your purpose. Yes. Go a little bit deeper than we normally have not. We've had a lot of conversations about living underneath your potential. And then it's funny how we kind of talk about having kids and, you know, kind of how things were in high school and thinking, okay, you know that that girl is in there. She's in there somewhere. And I think that after I had Buddy, that was kind of one of those moments where I, I woke up and I was like, where you are right now is not anything close to where you imagined and the things that you wanted to do and the things that you wanted to fulfill. And it was an eye-opener. But what was that for you, though? Like, I saw myself as being very successful professional-wise. Yeah, you know what I mean? Success. Very professional, maybe have a couple of kids, be married, and just in in a different place than where I am. So when you look up, because you just live life. You know, life happens and then you live life. So when you look up and you realize you're just letting life happen to you versus the other way. Oh, man. That you, part. Yeah. It's almost like, okay, what are you doing? Right. Like, stop for a second. And you start to look at, like, this is not the woman you are. This wasn't the girl you are. These aren't the dreams that you had. And it's that combination of, do you just, oh, chalk it up to I'm a mom. This is my life now. Or do you try to get that life back or create the life that you really want? Right. I completely agree with that, though, because I've never how you say, like, this is not where I want to be. Mm-hmm. This is really what I want to do. I've never really. And I think I've spoken on this on a previous episode in regards to knowing what I really wanted to do. I never knew what I wanted to be when I grew up. Mm-hmm. I was never my mm-hmm. my parents or like whenever teachers asked, I never knew what I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> this sounds so stupid, but when I was younger, I was just like, I want to be a professional dancer. That's not stupid. Okay. I wanted to be Aaliyah. Like, boy, I've been watching you. <laughs> like, how can the sky okay. fly? Yeah. And you were my prey. My prey. <laughs> right. That was me. I right. was like, I knew the routine. Right. I feel like, I, because I can do this, mm-hmm. I feel like that's my future. Mm-hmm. It never made it past step team. But anyways, it's just, I never really knew... <laughs> what I wanted to do with life and I still feel so stuck in regards to what do I want to do Mm -hmm. I only 
I want to figure out what is going to give me financial freedom mm-hmm. and financial freedom. I'm not asking to be rich. Mm-hmm. I'm asking to not have to worry about when a, a bill is paid or whenever. I don't even notice that a, a check is coming in. Mm-hmm. I want to sleep and make money. You know what I mean? Right. But I don't know what that is just yet. If y'all tell somebody to subscribe to our channel and listen to us, <laughs> you know, download and tell somebody else to tell somebody else that maybe we can make some money off of this. But anyways, um, just understanding really where I want to be and having that freedom mentally, mm-hmm. I feel like I would be further in my purpose. Mm. Does that make sense? Okay. So I'm glad that you use the term purpose because then there's, I think that sometimes like even with conversations that we've had when we talk about like our potential and you know where we would be further it's also like where we would be financially that's like right. one of the very high ranking ones Top. versus <laughs> do we pay attention to that or do we pay attention to purpose and allow it to drive the financial side of things I think they go hand in hand for sure. I think where we are, mm-hmm. it's more of the purpose than it is the financial because we feel like mm-hmm. once we figure out what the purpose is, the financial will come. True. A lot of people feel like the financial needs to be there first to be within that walk of their purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it also depends on where you are. So we're in the South. So when it comes to this, we're big on building families, having kids. You had a good those are, there. Yeah, those are the things that kind of make things look successful. That's the idea yes. of success for that, having that family. So smart yeah. <laughs> but when you go up north, the women are more career driven. Man. So uh, it's also a balance of us seeing these type of women, but living and growing up in an environment where a the family, the home exactly. base, that's kind of... You feel of, successful whenever... Okay, like me and Jolene talk about this a lot. And I'm sorry to interrupt you like that. No, you But um, we talk about this a lot in regards to having a home, mm-hmm. being the woman of your home, having a man of the home and a man leading the home mm-hmm. and you being able to be a mom freely, mentally, spiritually, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That is whole. Being all of that at one mm-hmm. time. So that's more moving forward within your purpose. And like you said, up north, I know a lot of people up north and it's so woman mm-hmm. driven and career driven yeah. I'm taking care of this. I'm taking Which care is, of that. It's coming it, it's trickling it, a it lot is. more down in the it south. Is, but, but it's I more common to have the family vibe feel, having kids mm-hmm. and yeah. And I feel like it's, and I think we've talked about this as well in regards to feeling like we have to do that regardless. Mm -hmm. Like we want to have this, but then also because we can't get that part of it or this part doesn't want to act right, Mm -hmm. we still got to take care of business. Right. Up north, that's already that mentality somewhat. You know what I mean? Right. That's awesome. So shout out to up north. Yeah. I mean, but first of all, y'all are all in the South now. Let's talk about the overcrowding in these areas. <laughs> y'all gone but somewhere. That's why we see it so much integrated where we are now because people from up North are moving South. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing more of that, uh-huh. having that balance of family, career, professional life and having that. But thank y'all Northerners for moving down South <laughs> to show us what we're not doing. Right. Um, <laughs> but I mean, um, I think it's also when we talk about environment, it's with the people that we're around. So it's not only where we live, it's our friends that we grow up with. We all have kids. Right. 
we're all that's the focus our family is our focus right. our kids are our focus um and our career for all of us for for the most part took the back burner once we had children right so we were until now i think that a lot of us now that we've had kids starting and, to get it mm-hmm. under, okay now my kids are settled i'm trying right. to get a routine with my kids right now let me be back on my boss shit yeah and i think and she's talking specifically about our crew yes. because it's about seven of us yeah um and half of them are married mm-hmm. and half of us are not but half of them are bosses right and it bosses in different ways so it's mm-hmm. just you know it's definitely a, it makes you think about who you're around who you spend most of your time with who are you conversating with mm-hmm. who are you sharing your inspirations with is that person going to push you is that person going to knock you down is that person going to say like well no you know i don't feel like you can reach this potential um you know well maybe you should do this first or whatever right. it really depends on like they say the birds what do they say birds of a feather flock together seriously so yeah. if you have people that low-key are hating on you you got people that are don't look at you in regards to any more than where you are in life right like you're going to be so stagnant in your life to where you feel like you can't go like and that's when we've said this before our crew is so dope (laughs) (laughs) for real (laughs) i love my girls because like even just literally today uh, i told them i said i'm depressed i need love Mm -hmm. and who do i reach out to i reach out to my girls Mm mm-hmm I just need to feel uplifted right mm-hmm. now because there's so many things personally that are going on and I just need to feel like it's going to be okay. Right. Which they have confirmed it's definitely going to be okay. Shout Absolutely. out to y'all. I love y'all. But, you know, um, people get around people that they're okay with the life that they live. Yes. So if you're okay with the life that you live, that means there's not you're possibly not pushing me anymore. Mm-hmm. To move past this life that we're living together. Right. It's just, I mean, it doesn't, it makes sense to me, but I feel like people, I don't know how they understand. Right. You know? Right. For it to click. And it's like if you, there's one of two ways I can go. You, I mean, you have that journey of elevating separately. You know what I mean? Really figuring out what you need, what your potential is, what your purpose, purpose is. And then it's also the environment and the people that you engage with. And it's flight or fleet. You know what I mean? Are you going to fly with me and we're going to elevate? Or are we going to separate because where I was and where Just I'm trying to be and exactly. where you are, they don't meet. So, but you have to recognize that as a person. Yes. Yeah. You realize First, exactly. Yeah. You have to recognize that as a person. Like literally, if you stop and analyze your life mm-hmm. and be like, bro, we was doing this like three years ago. Right. We was doing this six years ago. Mm-hmm. I now have a this year old. Or if you do have children or whatever, or mm-hmm. you know, I've been with this person in this long and you realize that you haven't done anything different to grow. Right. Like, that's what matters. And that's really where you just kind of, you have to understand that you're living underneath your potential. Right. Right. Sometimes you have to remove those people. Mm -hmm. You know, like, maybe I'll catch you on the flip side. But, like, if we can't grow together, Mm -hmm. what are we doing? Yep. Because it's going to keep those same habits there. So uh, there was this other thing that I saw, and it was just talking about the hardest thing about growing is separating who you were versus who you're trying to be. That's it. And that, that's, I mean, it's almost like a, um, you have to mourn the loss of who you once were. That part. It's like, it's hard. Like you feel, yeah. And it's that separation of just Mm -hmm. realizing like, I've been this person for so long. Yes. Damn. 
Yep. But then also, you know, like when you really sit there and again, you analyze your life, like I don't want to be here anymore. Right. Like, I feel like this person is literally dragging me. That's and real. I want to feel some type of weight lifted off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel this heavy within. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to know how to just, okay, take me out of this suit of who right. that old person right. was. Right. It's time for me to surpass that. Right. And you touched on something earlier, and it was just about recognizing that your your internal or your mental um, can move forward and be elevating, but your environment isn't, or vice versa. So you have the people who... They're ready for a change. They just up and leave. Completely change everything. I've heard but that. they haven't done anything mentally. They so they're still the same anything. person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or you have the ones vice versa. You've, you've really done the, the work mentally, but you're still stuck in that environment physically. Yes. And how important it is in order to fix that to be able to change both of those things. Right. And I can personally speak on the mental growth. Mm-hmm. Um I have I'm in a situation to where my environment is just really blah right, right now. Right. Um I've had a lot of setbacks at one time, which really messes with my mental as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm truly right now, this just is a transparent moment for me. Right. I am truly in a depression. Like literally I wake up and I wanna go back to sleep. <laughs> I go to work mm-hmm. and I have to take care of my kids because that's just what I do. Right. Like, I have to do those things. But, like, there's no more than that. It's not like, oh, today's another day. Right. Let's move on. Like, it's just not in me right now. Mm-hmm. I'm so mentally, so spiritually, financially, emotionally drained. And I know how much work I've done within me mm-hmm. to where I know that I'm not the same person. But because I'm in this environment, it makes it so much, ten times hard to catch up with that mental state of right you know right and it really sucks so if anybody is out there like that understands that part of it like i completely feel you we're not going to be on mic trying to play like everything is great or whatever no i'm super transparent like i am in a terrible place right now (laughs) but i commend you for saying that because either someone is going through it or they have been through it, or there might be women that are about to go through it right. at the same time, and it's it's a very real moment. And a lot of, I think the best thing that you can do for something like that, if you do feel depressed, is to say it out loud, for sure. Because a lot of times you don't recognize that depression until it's too late, or oh. until you have a breakdown. You know what I mean? Something like that. So I, I have to commend you first of all for just even acknowledging acknowledging that and being as transparent about that as you have been because it's it's very real yeah and if you don't talk about that stuff like get that out like it just holding it inside is i I don't even have the brain space or capacity to you know have all that on my plate right you know and it's like if y'all really knew like everything i've dealt with within the last three years it's just kind of like it's just so much more was like again Right. Again. And right. now it's worse. It's just I know and you know, in the faith in me, the positivity in me is I know this is temporary. Mm-hmm. So anyone you're going through this, it's temporary. You will make it through it. If y'all feel like it, if y'all feel me, you know, put in the comment section or whatever. Just because I feel like this is a platform for us to really I mean at the end of the day kind of get through it right you know so if you feel some type of way I can feel you I'm not no therapist even though I claim to be half the time but like we I feel like my faith is so strong that Mm -hmm. I know that 
this is just temporary for me. I will get through it. Mm -hmm. And everything, when I look back, it's going to be one of the memes where they say, like, you ever looked at a situation where you prayed about it and you look back and now you're actually going through it? Mm -hmm. It's going to be that for me, you know? So excited, (laughs) y'all. I'm excited for you. And I'm glad that you recognize that because even... Because I know it's a lot. Your storm is real heavy right now. But real it's, heavy. But once this dust settles, once... You know what I mean? Like, do you know what's about to bloom from all this, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, like real talk. It's going to be some of the most beautiful weather you've ever seen. <laughs> and maybe this Texas heat will be out of the way by then. <laughs> and maybe we'll be in the fall. <laughs> um, I'm here for it. So, another point we were saying in regards to once you recognize that you're going through it, how do you fix it? How do you feel that... Once you realize that you're living on your purpose, what's a way to fix it? Um, I think the first step is to recognize the parts of your life that you're living on a regular basis that no longer service the person you're trying to become. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like these little small habits, which is so hard to do. Like It's those little small habits every day that can make such a huge difference. Are you talking about like mentally, financially, everything? Okay. Like if you are pressed about money, but you Uber eats every day, girl. Like small habits. You go all the time, like Fridays. And then you you go back and you look at oh, I spent twenty five dollars this time for eight (laughs) dollars. Right, delivery and bro, like whenever you sit there, I Uber (laughs) eats other day, and I got some um, golden chick. Mm. And it went from like eleven dollars to eighteen dollars, girl. And I said I was going to slow down on it, but like really, whenever I had this conversation with somebody the other day, is that just taking accountability of you get so upset whenever your money ain't long, mm-hmm. but then we spend so yes. much and we don't add it up. You yeah. just swipe that card or you pull out this blob of money, right? And you just spend cash, yeah. If you sit there and say, like, okay, I'm going out, and when I do go out, I'm paying to get in, mm-hmm. or I'm putting gas in my car, or I'm getting something to eat, or I go get coffee every morning, mm-hmm. and you sit there and you multiply that times at least five times, mm-hmm. and then you multiply that times 52 for a week. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you're spending so much money and it's crazy where yep. it's like I'm frustrated whenever that was that that was my whole deposit. Right. Right. <laughs> for my, my right. home. Right. And then you get upset where you really it's discipline. That's it. That's it. Right it's there. mental discipline. It's financial discipline. Yes. You you know, being disciplined mentally is that don't get yourself in a, a rut to where, you know, mm-hmm. you gotta talk yourself out of positive into positivity, you yeah. know. And you know, even though I said I'm going through this really dark stage of my life, it's just it's gonna be okay. I'm okay because I keep telling myself, just wait till I get out of this shit. Right. <laughs> that I will never when I tell y'all never be back here again, I won't do it. And I think sometimes that's what it takes people mm-hmm. is being your back is all the way against the wall. And you know, like I literally have no way out. Right. There's no way to go but up from rock bottom. Mm-hmm. You, got, girl, you got it. You got this. I know. I'm just, y'all, y'all I told y'all this is my diary. So yeah. <laughs> today <laughs> is the day. is literal <laughs> therapy. <laughs> For real. Literal therapy. I'm a um I'm becoming more of a I used to do things in my head, like, uh-huh. oh, today I'm gonna do this, like a checklist in my head. And mm-hmm. I'm realizing 
You don't do that. Doesn't doesn't work for you. Yeah. So, um, I have to write things down or I'm a sticky note girl. Okay. So I will have a sticky note on my mirror. I will put it on my computer. I will have one on the refrigerator. Yeah. So, but I constantly see it and it's a constant reminder that that works for me too, because it's something that I can look at visually Yeah. versus it always being in my head that this is what I want to do or, you know, don't do this or don't do that. Because mm-hmm. my head will, like, I'll tuck myself out of it. Like, don't get that food, but girl, you know it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> because you really ain't, you haven't you been across You got paid today. And then, and. <laughs> like, you haven't have nothing to cook, so you can't even cook that long because you got to exactly. put something together. So if I get something real quick, like, it's going to be more satisfying. Uh-huh. And to be mad whenever your total come out to <laughs> Nineteen dollars for a salad when you could have made it literally Damn, for three dollars. When you think something's gonna be twenty dollars and it ends up being like thirty eight and thirty, I just I'm like, how did we get there? Like <laughs> like going to freaking Target. I went for three things. It always ends up being forty fifty. Wait, I 60. saw this meme the other day that said, <laughs> "Today I save money by not going to Target for deodorant." <laughs> I'm saying. Right. But it's so true. It's so true. The last three times I went to Target, I think the last time I was like 65 and I went for one thing. The time before that, it was like 161. I went for just school supplies. I don't I don't get it. And I keep the receipt like I'm going to take something back. And I never take it back. You need to keep it real close. <laughs> then you clean out your car. I'll be looking like, I'm not taking none of this back. Like, what? Well, bitch, you needed detergent. (laughs) Yep, you needed food. So now you're just stuck with that bill. Mm -hmm. So crazy. Mm -mm. But I think, okay, so for me personally, with how to fix it, for me, it is the the discipline. And I'm more focusing on the mental side of things. Okay. Um, Physical, I think that I, I slowly work towards that and really working on the environment that I am and kind of what I'm surround, my, surrounding myself with, but changing my mentality and my perspective around it, a lot of things. So your um, comfort zone. Yes. And I'm realizing how in certain ways I've made excuses for myself and things acceptable in my head. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Because I think we all naturally do that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's a dangerous that's one. A ex-girl, that's called... Um, Insanity. I'm just kidding. It is a part of insanity, actually. (laughs) It's your comfort zone, but if your comfort zone is not working, then stop getting so damn comfortable. Exactly. You know, like you get comfortable because we know, okay, if I do this, then, you know, we have this mindset of um, it could be anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even have a good example, but just saying like, okay, well, I'm going to go in here. And I'm not going to spend this amount. Like, we just talked about Target. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go in here. I'm going to get toothpaste. And I'm going to leave. Now, then you get comfortable with, no, why don't just take care of everything I need to take care mm-hmm. of? But you put yes. yourself on a budget of $5. And now you spent $55. Right. So it's comfortable because you have this scenario in your head like, but at least I got it out of the way. Right. But you didn't budget that. Mm-hmm. And now you're mad because you haven't gotten paid yet. And you took $55 and now you need gas. Man. You know what I'm saying? Right. So <laughs> it's just the mentality. It's insanity whenever you, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and thinking you're going to get a different result. Mm-hmm. Being comfortable is <laughs> doing the same thing. It is. Period. And it's crazy how us as human beings just go function off of that mm-hmm. until someone is disciplined to say like, you know what? No, I'm actually going to stop. Right. 
and then do something different. Gotcha. And see what that gets me, you know? Mm -hmm. And then once you realize it gets me somewhere else or this makes me, um, you know, I save this much by not doing this or waiting, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. And now you have to turn that into a routine. And that's how you come up out of that. But we don't do it because we just naturally do what's comfortable, you know? It's the hardest thing, getting out of that that comfort zone. Yeah. That's But that we talked about that. The hardest thing is separating who you were with who you really want to be. Yeah. And, and at I the end of the day, it takes discipline Yeah, to get out of that. True that. So what about um, situations where, not necessarily you yourself, but say, for instance, me and you. Um we have a situation to where you know that I'm living under my potential. Mm, mm-hmm. And then you as a friend, um, you want to tell me that I'm living under my t- potential, mm-hmm. but then I'm on the defense about it. Okay, so that's a tough one because I've been on both ends of that. Where you're the person where someone's trying to help you to see your potential and you're so defensive about it that you're seeing what they're they're telling you almost as an attack on you. Yes. Versus in you want them to they want you to see you better. Yeah. They want to see you elevate and do something better. So um being on both ends, I know that I if I if I start to receive a certain level of resistance, I'm gonna understand you're not there yet. It's not that I'm not going to continue to try in certain ways. 100. However, I'm not going to put forth more energy that you, than you are. But I'm still going to support you. And I'm still say, hey, why don't we try this? Hey, you know, there's different ways to kind of motivate. Mm-hmm, to where, being so hounding. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But mm-hmm. you also do have to recognize that some people just might not be there. Right. And, and whenever okay. they're not there, you do have to recognize in um, just a real realization way, not in a, a negative way, that... They are going to be more on the defense side mm-hmm. of it than just accepting and then thinking about it later on. Yeah. You know, like I was in a, a, a previous relationship where I always felt like it was a comparison to other people and it made me so defensive because I was just like, but that's not me. Like, that's not who I am. Da-da-da-da. But now I'm going back and I'm thinking, that's the woman that I wanted to be. You know what I mean? That right. was... But because you weren't that, there, because exactly, you weren't reaching your potential, exactly. you were on the defense. I was okay. on the defense. But now I'm like, I'm literally striving to be the person that... that I thought that person was trying to change me, but they were trying to help me come into more of who I b- believe myself to be in the first place. Right. Right. But it's crazy how I didn't see one. that then. That's a real good one. Because I feel, I mean, um, I've, I've dealt with people like that mm-hmm. to where it's, you know, I'm not trying to change you as a person. Sometimes when people are on the defense, they redirect the yes. conversation or the idea to you're trying to be this way or you're mm-hmm. trying to be that way or why are you being like this towards me? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, literally, I'm trying to inspire you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to push you because I see your potential. I see how what you're really trying to do, which is what you have expressed to me, could possibly go in a different direction mm-hmm. um, if you don't go this way, right. maybe. you know. And I think that's the thing is, as human beings, we need to be a little bit more open mm-hmm. to if we're not perfect and nobody's perfect, mm-hmm. hearing and learning because we're so on the defense that everything we say, everything we do, that's how we think it should be. And not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Just as if you told me something, 
you know, would I be accepting is if I told you something. Right. I would expect you to accept it. And, you know, if either you'd be like, okay, you're right. Or mm-hmm. even to say like, damn, she was right. You know, like take mm-hmm. it later on and you figure it out. But then is it still reciprocated? I think it depends on the level of maturity because you have one hundred and ten thousand. You have that one level where it's just completely defensive. Yes. Whereas where I am now, I'm feeling attacked. Exactly. Where I am now, if I'm not receiving it, I'm mature enough to say, "I hear you, but I am not there." You know what I mean? But I can acknowledge and or even just say that okay. I can't. Yes. And just be like, okay. And then later on, you take that and you kind of take that apart. I'm like this person said that. Where can I put that? You know, like you take it within your yeah. own mental and your own way of dealing with it and say like, damn, she was right. Right. Or even if it's not like, okay, well, I'm going to take a couple things of what they said was like, I haven't wanted to work on that. So mm-hmm. hearing someone else say it, maybe they are right. Right. Or maybe I can work on it this way. And not everything that's because I'm not ready. Right. But, you know, just starting that. Like, mm-hmm. because that means that someone else sees me. You know, we all think that we're out here and just yes. living this life and everything. And, like, no, people see you for what you put out there. Mm-hmm. People see you for the way that you react. People see you for the way that you're so defensive to where it's kind of like, why did you get so angry about that conversation when right. I was literally just telling you this or telling you that? That's something to do with the other person, not necessarily you. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, being mature about it and just kind of taking two steps back and be like maybe I should work on that yeah and it's all about your level of perception because we can be so one track and narrow minded for sure that we we hear one thing and we we can only absorb it and take it in in one way versus broadening your perspective and the way that you're taking things in to be able to say oh okay like this person really sees, like, really sees me for who I am and who I should be versus and they they're attacking me, me and want me right. to be someone else. Like, you have to have your defense completely down and be open to change to say, like, this person loves me mm-hmm. and wants to see better for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Ooh, and, a big thing. And everything. And friendships and relationships. and ev- That's yes, across the board yes, with yes, that yes. one. For sure. Man. And sometimes, I mean, even the person that's delivering it... Um, it's not necessarily what you say. Sometimes you have to watch how you say it. And the messenger can matter. Yeah, the messenger definitely can matter because yeah. I even ran against that. I mean, ran um, through that today was it's not what you're saying at all. Right. It's not the problem. It's mm-hmm. just how you're saying it. Mm-hmm. And that's somebody that's so stuck in their ways. They think that, oh, well, I wasn't saying it this way. Okay, well, why are you so mad? Yeah. You know, like sometimes yeah. we have to just step back and know that you, the work is there to be done. It still has to be done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, staying within our lanes, mm-hmm. living within your purpose, you realize like you are not perfect. Exactly. It's all about self-awareness. I think once you become more self-aware of yourself, you're able to accept and have better understanding for other people's level of awareness as well and have a little bit more grace, as we always like to say. <laughs> In regards to where people are. You know what I mean? What they say is that don't meet people exactly where they are. And accept people for exactly who they are. (laughs) What did Maya Angelou say? When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Or was it DMX? Um, (laughs) What DMX? (laughs) It was definitely Maya. Oh, I mean, did DMX say something like that? But he did, but it was a little later. (laughs) Okay, but I mean... (laughs) 
<laughs> same thing, same point of view, same. I mean, the same line. Okay, she just switched it up. Well, on that note, <laughs> we gonna wrap it up. <laughs> I think that was a perfect wrap up, actually. So, <laughs> yes. Um, but we're not gonna skip any more weeks. Our we're kids not. are in school, together. right? We're gonna get it together and thriving and doing great. So we will be back next week for another popping ass podcast. Period. <laughs> y'all get ready because we're okay. Now this was the serious conversation about y'all living y'all purpose, and we're all trying to live together. So if y'all have any feedback, definitely give it to us. Put it in our comments. Um, like. And subscribe definitely yes. next week. We're gonna be back about boundaries. Ooh, what boundaries? Let's say that again. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Lion King. Hey, we'll talk. Okay, boundaries. <laughs> y'all have a good night. Bye. <laughs> I said y'all have a good night. We should say a good day. <laughs>